Spring has sprung and our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, have the best tools for some spring cleaning in your scance. Trust me, your confidence will be blooming like the flowers. Look your best this spring and join the other 8 million men worldwide who use Manscaped. Use the code TERRACE to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Manscaped are here to change the way all the fellas can take care of ourselves and groom with the performance package 4.0. It includes the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. This is an elite electric trimmer that provides advanced skin safe technology and is designed to trim hair on loose skin. Even though your balls might look like punching bags, you certainly shouldn't treat them as some. The Weed Whacker Nose and Hair Trimmer does exactly what it says on the tin. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner keeps everything smelling nice and fresh. And if you purchase now, you'll receive two free gifts. The Performance Boxer Briefs, which I've got a few pairs of and I would recommend very much, and the Shed Travel Bag. Save 20% off and free shipping with the code Terrace at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code Terrace at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thursday's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. I am your host, Craig Fowler, and I am joined by Mr. Thomas Alexander Watt. Hello. And Mr. Anthony Matthew Maximilian Anderson. Of course. Never leave out the confirmation name. Uh, yes. And I know I don't want to actually say my full name. Sorry, I should have said I am your host, Craig Andrew Fowler. And then mm. I would have been complete, but that slipped my mind. So and who so Craig was after Craig Levine. What was Andrew named after? My granddad. Oh, I was hoping there'd be a, another fun footballer but <laughs> <laughs> named after Andy Cole. Oh, Andrew Cole, sorry. <laughs> the footballer who rose to fame when I was about seven. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a great time. Just give me a Under middle name. striker. Give me a middle name. <laughs> after I'd already been like, to school your, and everything. Your, your dad laughed. I really liked the Andy Cole in the 93 season, so... Uh... <laughs> so you got a new name. So you got a new name. <laughs> It was a lie. You could have been like a. You just pretend he's a family friend. That's true. (laughs) He wasn't a footballer at that point. He was just a really good lad. (laughs) 
So we're going to do something different on this show. We are going to look at the players who are out of contract or, or need unexpiring contracts, I should say. They're going to be out of contract in the summer if they don't get a new deal from their club before then. And we're going to do it a little differently. Instead of instead of we've done in the past, picked out the most interesting, picked out the most pressing, the ones who are kind of in an urgent need, picked out the most intriguing. We've kind of done that before. We're going to do a draft instead. And we're going to go head-to-head with each other here. We're going to try and use the, the many. There are, there are several. Like I don't even know if we've worked out how many there are in total. Uh, but there's a lot. There's a lot of players out of contract at the various 12 clubs. Some of them, there's one, two, three, four, five, six teams in double figures in terms of players. Kelly, I've got 18 players out of contract, for instance. Lucky for them. Yes, uh, lucky for them. Celtic <laughs> only have one. Um, but even like even Rangers have got 11, so there's a lot of free agents to be out there for us to pick from. We're going to try and build a team, and at the end we'll take stock of it and see who's got the best team of the lot. Uh, we would. Is there anything more terrifying to a podcast audience than we're going to try something different? Yes. <laughs> we, we could possibly, well, I think normally at the end, the podcast would then put it out on social media, on, on Twitter, and say, which is the best of these? But nobody interacts with our Twitter account anymore. I don't know why, but nobody nobody does. We used to get people interacting with us, but now nobody cares. So for whatever reason, anytime we put anything out on Twitter, there's about three likes and about two comments, and that's about it. Although we have had a top flight goalkeeper sliding in our DMs mm-hmm. over over the last 24 hours. Um, all, all in good fun, not, nothing nothing bad, nothing negative, just um, clarifying that something we said about him was a compliment, and it, and it indeed was. And they, they, were, they were happy to hear it. <laughs> good goalkeeper, that lad. Yeah, he is a good goalkeeper. He is a good goalkeeper. He was somebody that was talked about, gushed upon uh, on, on last week's show, and uh, it was just the way that I described. Someone said in your DMs who you gushed upon. Oh, you gushed upon them. <laughs> gushed about, yeah. Gushed upon, that is, yeah, that, is uh, that was the wrong way to phrase that. <laughs> that, that and that's why it was in your DMs, huh? <laughs> Yeah, we're going out next week. <laughs> Maybe you should join us at Hamden tomorrow, Fowler. Maybe yes. that's where you can on your first date. Yes, I was just about to go to you, Tony. Before we start, tell people if they... If they find themselves at a loose end on Friday, it's like, what can I do tonight that's fun? And you're in the Glasgow area or in the central Scotland area. What can they do, Tony? Well, if you're on Tinder and you're thinking, right, this girl is 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 class. I really want to impress her. Um, but you want to take her somewhere where there's no danger of anyone taking you off her. It's the terrace. It's the terrace live. <laughs> it's the terrace. Brilliant. Perfect. The terrace live event at Hamden Park. Uh, which I can't wait for, personally. Uh, there's still some tickets left, so they're £25. All the proceeds go to Children First, which is a charity that I work closely with myself, and Duncan's built a good relationship with on behalf of the Terrace over the last couple of years. So we'd love to give them as much money as possible to support children from all walks of life across Scotland. Uh, so it'll be £25 the ticket, which is, it is slightly steep, but again, we have to pay for the venue, we have it's to make for, sure the ch- charity it's, gets something It's for charity, yeah, it's for charity. And, uh, why, do you, why do you hate children? Why do you hate children? Why are you why a Tory? You? If you've not bought a ticket and you're not doing anything tomorrow night, why are you a stone-cold mm-hmm. Tory? What is wrong with you? Why did your mother raise you so poorly? Um, and if that doesn't offend you greatly, <laughs> then uh, why don't you pick up a, a ticket and, and come along, you'll get a pie and a pint with that ticket, which is fantastic stuff, in my opinion. And if we sell a few more tickets, Tom Watt might even pull out the guitar. We might do a whole... 
bring bring the guitar and we might even have a live performance for you at the end. But Colin Hendry's going to be there. Who else is going to be there, Fowler? Suzanne Winters. Suzanne Winters, who's now... Uh, Former, most, formerly Suzanne Grant. That's it, Suzanne Grant. And she is related to Robbie Winters, eh? Which you were... She is... Uh, she's not married to David Winters. Yes, yes so, she yeah. married, so, so she's... Robbie Winters... Sister-in-law. Yeah, she was going to say but she also, But she also had 105 caps for Scotland. So <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. bigger claim of fame. Much bigger, bigger. And she now is a Sky Sports pundit and beautician, I read. So we've got plenty for Craig Telford to get, dig into there and, and give us a good interview there. And obviously one of the great, greatest, a, a real legend of our youth, I would say, Colin Hendry is a Scotland player, the proper brave heart. We'll be finding out how strong he really is. How brave are you really, Colin Hendry? We'll find out. You and Taylor and Rob and Robbie Borthwick will be drilling down into that. We've got arguments. We've got debates. We'll have laughs. And it'll be a very relaxed feel. I get the feeling. And there'll be plenty of a good love fun. And I, for one, I missed the last one when he's done it. The terrorist done it when I, I was abroad and I was and, and I really missed out. So I'm really looking forward to doing this with such a what well, eleven of us. We've got a full bloody football team of people for you to come and watch for the 25 quid. So come on down. It'll be great. And, and, and if you do bring your date, it's likely there's it's quite unlikely there's going to be a queue for the ladies' toilets. So you can always <laughs> sell her on that as well. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be having pints as well. We'll have a pint. It means you can come and chat to us all. We'll be very open. We'll be vocal. Uh, it'll be good fun. And I'll be I'll be nice to your date. Tony, we should have come you to advertise this before one day left before the event, as opposed to getting Joel Skeg, <laughs> who, who by, by the way, should never go into marketing in, in his career. If, if journalism doesn't work at Joel, don't go into marketing. You, you, you'd be horrible at it. <laughs> That's insinuating that journalism hasn't already worked out for him. But no, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> know. Well, you, you can get cancelled and tomorrow. You can come and see Joel Skeg get cancelled. Um, it was really more and, like newspapers just, you know, it's... Um, <laughs> It's a tough industry these days. It sure is. There's nothing wrong with going from journalism into marketing. He <laughs> <laughs> right. said from experience, for those unaware. Yes. For those unaware, yeah. It's an in-joke for people nobody listening. If you uh, want to hear more in-jokes, come to Hamden <laughs> tomorrow at 7.30. <laughs> right, so with this draft, we should have actually done something to find out who goes first, shouldn't we? Uh, oh, Fowler, you're the leader. I'm happy for you just to go first as right, well. Well, okay, I'll go first, and then it'll. So then it'll go. Okay, it'll go me. I will right, we'll do it in the order we've got here on our side. So it'll go me, Tony, Tom. Tom, you make two picks, and it goes back to Tony, and it goes back to me. So we'll do it like that. That's not bad when it's only three people. There we go. Um, right. Okay. I mean, as I said, just so the listeners know, there's no. We don't have to name our formation until the end because it means we can be flexible who our picks are. But we do have to make pick 11 players that would functionally work in the team that we're about to pick. And there is enough in every position, so there's no excuses. Everyone, bring us, bring me, bring me a football team. Okay, with the first pick of this draft, I am going to select Ranger striker Alfredo Morelos. What a fucking shock. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the real draft we've done for fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, I, I did pick him on the first pick, and yeah, I yeah. a mistake. Um, yeah, Morelos' last season at Rangers, there's not really much to say about him, as we said already. I, I, do, I do find it quite 
it's quite comforting that Morelos has stopped being as interested and stopped being quite as box office as he gets towards the end of him leaving Scottish football because it means we're not going to miss him quite as much as we would have done if he'd left like at the height of his shithousery mm-hmm. or, or talent whereas now he's going to go to leave a bit quieter so that's that's nice that's nice to see Alfredo thank you so um, <laughs> it just makes it it's like a relationship that kind of gets really shit towards the end it's like well at least it didn't happen when we were happy <laughs> But now we're unhappy, and I'll fit Morelos. So it's it's going to be sad to see the back of him. But you but you are right. You are starting to wonder because he he really does look like he it's like half. I mean, the weight problem is a real thing. There's no yeah. getting away from it. I don't want to dwell on it because I think it's a bit unfair. But it's real, and it happens nearly every season. And this season, every season, it takes him longer and longer and longer to get fit and sharp again. And it's just like he's 26 now. He's retiring at like 30. There's no, no way. Just I just I just can't see it. Um, and I'll, I'll be gutted to see the back of Alfredo Morelos, if I'm honest. He's been as fun as you could possibly pick a striker to be. Right, Tony, give us your selection. Right, okay. Let me have a peek here. I'm just. I'm thinking I just want the best player available now. I'm not going to worry about positions just yet. Um, so I am going to go for... Um... <sighs> No, I'm not going to do that. That would that was funny, but I'm not going to do it. I'll go for um, you know what? I'll go for Scott Arfield. Oh, as my attacking midfielder, because there's not a lot of fucking strikers in that list, and I'm very worried about goals in my team. So I know that Arfield will will chip in with a fair few in there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, so I got two picks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, have, I did spend my lunch break being strategic about the order that I'm going to go for this. Not that I'm taking <laughs> it seriously or anything. Um, so for my first pick, I'm going to go for Alan McGregor because the pickings as a goalkeeper are mm-hmm. slim. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we'll, have, uh, we'll have Alan McGregor in. And because the pickings for other positions are also fairly slim, I'm going to go for my a striker and I'm going to pick Chris Kane. Mm. Why Chris Kane? Because um, the, the possibilities for strikers are fairly limited. Um it's between him. Well, I don't want to give any ideas. You've all got the names <laughs> in front of him. See, I'm keeping we're, my tactics. We also to need to talk draft. about the players, Tom. We're not just going to do this draft. We also need to talk a little <laughs> bit about these players. I think he like he's been sorely missed by St. Johnson for being injured for large parts of the last eighteen months. I think there's mo- there was there's more to his game than just effort, but 
effort in spades and being a massive pain in the arse, given that the striking options were basically Alfredo Morelos is the only one that was actually a real goal threat. There's a lot of there's a lot of busyness and work roundabout and available. Um, there's a you know there's potentially there's there's goals elsewhere in in what's available. So I wanted a, a workman like forward. Um, Alan McGregor may not be Rangers' best goalkeeper. There's a question about that, um, but he's still if he decides to play on beyond the end of the year. I don't know if that's even been discussed. Like he's still one of the better goalkeepers in the there's uh, in the league. He may not be winning games or or performing the way he performed in Europe last season with quite the same frequency. But there's not really any sign of him getting dramatically worse. Um, and like I say, goalkeepers fairly slim pickings for us here. Tore it. Was it me again? Yes. Right. Oof. I might, I, even though he's not, I am very worried about the striker situation. Um, so I am Conta. Do I want Curtis Main or do I want Kyle Vassell? This is the world we live in, everyone. Because <laughs> uh, Marley Watkins has just been too injured for me. Uh, and I'm worried that I'm getting the feeling that Marley Watkins is maybe going to have that for. Now, his the rest of his career, he seems extremely injury prone. So I'm going to take the revitalised Curtis Miami, uh, <laughs> Gary Cocker, called up. And I'm thinking, with his work rate, he's a handful for strikers. He'll go out wide and that'll mean that our field will be able to get in and replace him in the box and bring in the finesse to the finishing that I need. So my first two picks are Scott Arfield and Curtis Main. Okay, so with my two picks here, I've already written them in. So I'm quite happy. I'm very happy with my second choice. It's going to be Josh Ginelli. So uh-huh. I, I really like my strike force. It's basically the heart strike force right now, but better. <laughs> well, is that actually? I don't know. Lauren Shank would actually might be better than Alfred Morelos this season. But in terms of, you know, talent and potential, you have to say Alfred Morelos is a better player than Lauren Shank. So if I can get motivated, then <laughs> Morelos and Ginelli would be an upgrade to that. So I'm very happy with my front two. And I'm going to heed Tom Watts' kind of words of warning and that there aren't very many good goalkeepers. In fact, I'm going to take the only other goalkeeper left on the list, I would say, is of top fight quality, and that is Kilmarnock Sam Walker. Sam Walker. <laughs> I feel like I maybe made a mistake here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have given you the list. <laughs> I should have made everyone else play blind. <laughs> I put too much effort in just copying the names down and not thought about any sort of strategy. <laughs> Uh, does that mean it's me? No, it's Tom now, eh? No, it's back no, to you. you. Oh, back to you me. Uh, totally but I, d- I always do. I always do. I always do. Leave it out. Leave it out. Um, <laughs> Leave it out, mate. Right. I'm going to... I'm going to stretch my legs in and get... Uh, oh, let's let's bring Ryan Jack to the to my team in centre midfield. I've got a very aggressive spine. <laughs> And now, now, now there's, no, there's no point for me going for goalkeepers. I've got the pick of them now. So I just might as well just leave it to the Nobody else wants a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll go for Ryan Jack. I think um, he's not been maybe as good as he was pre, pre-injury, but I still think that Jack's come on a lot under uh, since Michael Beale's been back in. He seems to have become sort of the fulcrum of the team again. He seems to turn to him quite a lot. He plays a lot of games under Beale. And I still think 
especially what we saw, as we'll talk about in the Patreon from, from Rangers last night, Raskin, Jack, Cantwell, starting to get to the feeling that that's like going to be Rangers' main midfield three Go, going forward. I think that is their best. So if I'm able to collect uh, a guy who's a starter and an important player for the second best team in the country, it pop him into my midfield, then I find that impossible to turn down. Solid rationale there. Mm. Um, so I get two picks here. I'm going to go pick my first uh, pick my first centre back, and I'm going to take Ash Taylor. Um, Goals. I think there's there's goals in there. Um, <laughs> which I you need. <laughs> with with Kilmarnock need, which I you know I need given the lack of strikers I've got. Um, but I think like regardless of what happens to Kelly this season, he'll still be in the top flight next season or. or um, if not heading back down to England and playing at a decent enough level, I think he's he's had a very good campaign. Um, being Kelly's main goal threat, so I will have Ash Taylor and my second pick here, just playing strategically, I'm going to take Marley Watkins. Um, yes, there's injury problems, but I think, and he's never going to be a 10-goal-a-season striker, but um, playing, off, playing off Chris Kane... There's a decent footballer in there, and there's a bit of pace. Um, so yeah, I think it works for my strategy. Get, you could get twelve, thirteen out of the pair of them, though. Yeah, Chris Kane, that's Mark, that, that, like which is a passable striker. 12, 12 13 uh, between Kane and and uh, Marley Watkins. Ash Taylor weighing in with seven or eight in a season. Yeah, yeah you stayed up. You've stayed up, Tom. Stayed up. We're sorted. Okay, Tony, back to you. Right. Um, right, I better go into the defence here as well. Am I... See, this is what I about about... Um, is it the best? Because Philip Palander's obviously the best centre-half on that list, but his injury problems seem really pronounced. So you're almost worried about him even coming back to... He's got a bit of the Craig Gordons about almost, where you're really worried if Philander's ever going to be able to play at this level again. So... I don't know. I want this. I know we're gonna. I know what you're like, Fowler. You'll definitely drill down at this and say, "Well, if we start arguing at the end, you'll pull me aside and say, well, Hollander's not going to kick a ball again.' So that doesn't matter. <laughs> which is already what I'm going to do to Marley Watkins. So um, I'm going to go for. Um, why don't I go for my favourite Livingston centre half, Jack Fitzwatery? Pop him in there. Uh, I had my eye on Fitzwater, so I'm not entirely happy about that one, but I'm happy that I'm getting to pick this guy with the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13th pick of this draft. I'm going to take Ryan Kent. Oh, shit, I didn't even know he was even there. <laughs> I picked our field before. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Unbelievable stuff. He's the best player on that list by a fucking country, my own. <laughs> I shouldn't be my first pick, quite simply. He's actually, it kind of messes a bit with the formation I had in my mind that I was going to construct this team. But who cares? But who cares? <laughs> Ryan Kent with the 13th pick. Uh, that's unbelievable stuff. Should have got other people to do this. <laughs> um, right, okay, right. Who else do I want? Right, let's have a look. There's a lot of. I think Fowler's won this already now with that, with that oversight. <laughs> I can't believe I took Jack Fitzwater over Ryan Kent. Just absolutely <laughs> fucking bonkers stuff. 
fucking have got Curtis Bain. <laughs> I just totally missed that one. Oh, right. Uh, okay, this is starting to get a bit tough now in terms of what we want to do here. Is there some nice... I want somebody nice in the midfield. Somebody spraying the ball about. Let's... Uh, aye, all right. Aye, let's go for uh, as part of my midfield as well. Robert Snodgrass. There he is. Uh, he's not... He's started to not play that well recently, I would say. I, I think... Well, it's a combination. I think teams are starting to be alert to the fact that he can't really move very well. So if you stick a couple of men on him and stop him for dictating play, it's kind of hard to do too much else. But at the same time, I don't think he's quite helped out by playing in a midfield that also includes Barry McKay, who doesn't do a lot of kind of running and defensive work either. So if feel, you feel he needs to have Devlin to see Snodgrass. At aye, if, you're, if you're going to have a midfield three of Snodgrass, Devlin and Grant, I think would work a lot better and bring mm. out a bit more from Snodgrass. So just, I think it just depends on whether you want Snodgrass in your team or, or Barry McKay. But I'd still be up for giving him another year's deal if, if he's up for... I'm not being taking notes here that you've bumped Mr. Haring, by the way, just so you know. Just, I've just noticed that. Uh, aye, well, your I, love. Well, we, I mean, we, I've never seen someone defend a player more vehemently than you, <laughs> with Peter Haring, over the years. Well, I want somebody, to, I need somebody to spray the ball around, and Peter Haring and Robert Snodgrass could not play in the same midfield. Yeah. So, all right then. Right. Well, okay. So I've, aye, I've made both my picks. Back to you, Tony. Sake, man. I want Kent now. <laughs> Just seems just so silly. The, the, the option's been there the whole time. <laughs> I really took Nicky Devlin earlier. <laughs> oh god. So is that Tom or is it me? Not me. you. Okay. Is there anyone good that I've missed again? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Fucking, I don't even want Mac. Mac Kennedy's been good, but still not interested. I want Nicky Devlin because he's my favourite and he's coming into my team. Okay. Right. Back to you, Tom. Okay. Uh... By the way, sorry, just before we do it, I think who... Nicky De- Surely a team in the top five will be interested in Nicky Devlin if he's just going for fuck all. Yeah, I mean... That's Strong it. runner, good in the air, battle qualities... Clearly can play at this level. Um full of running. Just like he's he's a proper Scottish Scottish style fullback, I, I would say. And I've surely loads of teams could do. I don't know why Livingston aren't trying to sign them up. Oh, presumably they presumably they're they're desperate to, but I think he he will want to have a look at his options. I think it's it's kind of evolved from it used to be that oh no, it's good to have a fullback who can who can attack. Devlin is a fullback that can defend, and that's mm-hmm. kind of a bit more rare now. You want somebody, oh, we want somebody that can play on the overlap and can get up and down. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, he can do that, but like defensively, really solid, covers his, his centre backs really well. And he was on my list. I did want him. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to mess around with this to make my formation work, I think, now. Uh, I am going to take Stephen O'Donnell. Um, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I just completely wrote off O'Donnell. <laughs> that's fine good um, there's still a player in there I know like he's not even necessarily even first choice um, fullback at Motherwell at the moment but I still think there is a it wasn't that long ago <laughs> it was but a mere 18 months ago when he was uh, he was bossing it uh, uh, um, against England there's still a player in there I'm convinced of it I think sometimes the surroundings in Motherwell have been fairly dire for most of the last 
12 months or so. Um, so I, I still think there's a player and I do need that kind of player into my new look, which I'm making up as I go formation. Um, and I'm also going to take Matty Kennedy uh, based on what's like. I think I hope he stays at Aberdeen. I think his best position this season, he's been moved around a lot. He's played at wing back. He's played uh, slightly deeper, but I think his best position has kind of been as behind the strikers as a, as a number 10. I think he's, Given I've got Ash Taylor, I need someone with a good dead ball. So um, I'll take Matt Kennedy as well. Okay, back to you, Tony. Uh, so it's one one pick for me. Yeah. Is that right? It's always, um, it's always one pick for you. Oh, uh, great. That's why I, there's too much jeopardy in my picks. Um, <laughs> right. I think I want another... I think I want another wide player, if I'm being honest. I don't think I want another striker out of that. Even though I could put Fasel and Main up there and just kick the living shit out of everyone. It's possible. It is possible. Uh, I mean, is... And then just put Joe Efford wide of them. Just fucking Raji's everywhere, running through the middle of everyone. Um, mm, don't want GMS anymore. He's not been a good player for about five years. Um... Michael Halloran, no. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it, was like, like, it was quite fun. I was watching the Scottish Cup Classics and uh, O'Halloran was playing, you know, when St. Johnston won. He was fucking dynamite that season. And he was really, he has been a really good player for St. Johnston, but it just has been bad for a, a, a while now. Um, this would be great if it was like, like this in the actual uh, NFL draft where you got to hear them going, no, not him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's shit! Yeah, it should, be, it should be well like that. No, baby, he's he's crap. No, what's a good American word? He's shit. He's shit. <laughs> he's shit. He's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Take him out with the garbage. Uh, that'd be good. That would be good. I would uh, Maybe I'd watch NFL if that was it. Um, but oh, David Wotherspoon can't get his game for St. Johnston anymore. That really puts me off. <laughs> like how, how has that happened? You go to the World Cup, you represent, everyone's cheesing about you, delighted about it. Then you come back and you just can't get a kick. It's bizarre that that's happened. But um, would I revitalise him? Maybe. Maybe I would. So I am. David. Oh, really? Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I, you know what? You know what? I, I was wanting to take Aidan McGeady, but I don't want to get pulled up about the injury stuff again because it feels like. He get, uh, <laughs> uh, but nah, fuck it. I'll take. I'll take. Uh, I'll take David Wotherspoon. There you go, David Wotherspoon. Okay, my team is coming Speedy together chops. nicely, and I'm going to continue with my theme of trying to go for a three-five-two system. So I'm going to take oh. two players for wing back. I'm going to take Johnny Hayes, and I'm going to take Max Johnston. So uh, Johnny Hayes is starting to, he's very old, but he still manages to bomb up and doing that wing, so I think he'll do a job for me. And I'm not seeing Johnson too much, but what I've liked, I've quite liked the look of him. He, he's somebody that does get forward and does look like he's a, an exciting young prospect. So we need a bit of youth on this side. It's quite old so far. So yeah, there we go. I'm happy with those two. Ah, so would that be? Okay, Tony, so back you, to you. Oof, back to me. Exciting. Um... <laughs> Maybe I need some young players. Any, any anybody out there? <laughs> uh, Is there anybody there? Uh, uh, oof. Ugh. Don't like that. Don't want you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't 
like you, don't like you, yeah. don't like Come you. Yeah, I need some. I get. I need some energy, and maybe go up and down, and he, and it will help me because I can play them in a few different places. So I'll take Ian Harks. Ah, I did quite mm. fancy Harks on the mm. field. So that's yeah. a, that's a good pick. Oh, what does, so. does he stay on at United? Probably not. Eh? United fans are kind of a bit fed up of him. Man, he he basically tried to uh, angle his way out already. Of course, I forgot about that uh, last <laughs> summer. Yeah, I, yeah, he's not long for this this league anymore. I would say. Funny though, it's funny when players like that they make a scene about leaving and they end up at Ross County. No disrespect to Ross County. But it's like, can't be what Ian can't, can't be what Ian Huck dreamed of and he was like, I'm not signing a contract at Dundee United. A wee bit of disrespect to Ross County. Mm. <laughs> yeah, a little. A little. Yeah. Nobody wants nobody healthy, wants to live there. Healthy let's amounts, be frank. Healthy amounts of healthy. <laughs> Hearts. Okay, I am going to go for. I'm going to take another centre back. I'm going to take Joe Shaughnessy. Oh, uh, big Joe. Big Joe, another one that's going to. Another another giant at the back, head everything away. So um, I think Joe Shaughnessy will be a good pickup for someone this season, at the end of the season, because presumably he's not sending a new contract at St. Mirren because. No, I'd be very surprised. Game, but. I wouldn't imagine like he'll be on plenty of folks' radar within the league because, yeah, he's he's solid enough, um, and I need some running in the middle. I need some leg. Um, and I'm going to take Jason Holt in centre midfield. Don't like this. You're taking up a couple of guys. I had no eyes on. Yeah, I think we all had our eyes on Holt. The only reason I didn't get him earlier is because I had Jack, and it's pretty similar. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. This is uh make it a wee bit tougher now. Right, Tony. Right. Um do I want a left back or do I just want more legs? Stefano Mionga is staring me right in the face there. And then that makes me have <laughs> Jack Jack and Omionga is a pretty fucking handy midfield, in my opinion. Um so definitely don't want any of the other players in there. Um, even though I, I'm not, I, I don't dislike Dean Cornelius or Melko Halberg. Cornelius is a player who, if he got the right manager with the right coaching, I feel like he would develop quite a lot. He's one of those that you see, he's got lots of attributes, but he just never really seems to put it together. You just see him in fits and starts and in and, and games, and I'm always thinking there's a player in there like. But uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it safe and get Stefano Mionga because he's done it. Numerous times over numerous seasons for more, for two clubs in Scotland, and he suits our game down to the ground. And we need you need buzz bombs in that centre midfield if you're going to do anything. So in you come, Stefano Mionga. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, right. I'm getting slightly concerned because I need Dooney legs in the midfield, and I was going to leave that till later. But you guys have just picked a couple. But then I'm like, hmm. How many more are we going to pick? Right, let's let's have a look. Is Tom, is Tom likely to pick and Tom might pick another one actually. Yeah, okay. I might just use my midfield pick, my final midfield pick, to complete, and then I've, all I've got left is defence to fill. <laughs> this could be a very very ropey backline with a well balanced uh, team in front of it. I uh, know. Yeah, if only if only one else had got Kent, then Fowler's team could be fucked. Could have been fucked. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, Tom. Did you just forget Kent was there as well? No, I have them a bit down further down my list, but I'd, I was playing. Tactically, pick early on, pick the ones where there's one good option 
Because if you don't, if you miss out on Ryan Kent, there's other decent options. But you know, you know what's one, one good, good and one good. You know one good option? Pick up one of the best players in the list. It's yeah. not a bad start. I really wish I'd done it. <laughs> I picked fucking Scott Arfield. Kent could have played in the same position in Arfield. He does play in the same position as Arfield under Beal. Basically, he plays that central role. Right, I'm gonna pick that, an aging Canadian man. I'm gonna go for legs, but he can also play a little bit, so it makes it a nice wee midfield I've got going on here. I'm gonna go for Melker Halberg. Aye. Yeah, I would quite like to see States and Johnson, I have to say, at the end of the season. I think he's I think he's built himself a nice wee a nice wee kind of home there after things didn't quite work at Hibs, where he, he always kind of threatened to be a player, but mm-hmm. never never really kind of transpired. Cultured midfielder. Melko Halberg. Right. Oh, so I don't get a. So I've also got a second pick as well. Right. Okay. Who do I need at the back? Right. I want somebody. I want somebody who's going to be capable of taking the ball out of defence. Oof. And oh, don't do what I think you're about to do. There's not many options here. Okay. Actually, I know what I'm going to do. I am going to select a fullback as my right-sided centre half, and I'm going to go for Paul, Paul McGinn. Yeah. 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 I see where you're going. He's played quite a lot there, eh? Yes, he said he, played, he said he played in the back three for Hibs lot more than more often than not, I would say. Uh, and he's played centre half this season for Motherwell, so fair play. And he's a nice guy, so it'd be good to have a bit of the dressing room. Okay, that's help, important. Help me keep moody pricks like Morelos and Ginelli <laughs> <laughs> in line. Um, all right, so is that back to me then? Back to you. Yes. All right. Um, oh, do I want. I'm glad nobody's 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 took the plunge on um on James Brown yet. That's good to see. <laughs> um, I am your worried. favorite player. Oh man, he scored a goal. He, hey, he's the only one who's beat Rangers this season. In fairness, outside the Celtics. So, uh, who who am I to slag? I watched my team get absolutely thumped by them yesterday. So, um, do I want? But am, am I? I'm I'm torn between. Uh, Yakoviti and maybe getting myself a bit of Louis, hot Louis Stevenson action <laughs> um, Charles Dunn could play left back as well and or Jake Carroll even Jake Carroll he, he, remember he was alright and he could run down the left flank and he could cross while running at a rate of knots not seen him do that in a while of course um, but I do I do recall the time probably uh, <laughs> well, the park like but it, it looked good uh, it looked like he planted his foot well, um, but I'll, I'll I'll go for uh, a man who is getting bit, sort of similar to Craig Gordon, getting just better looking with age, and Lewis Stevenson is that man, and I still think he's been been really pretty pretty good every time he's played. I thought he was, for, I thought he was good see. against. Uh, we'll obviously talk about it in the Patreon, but I thought he was good against Rangers. Goodish, one of his better players. He was the only one in the defence who didn't look absolutely bamboozled about people moving from one place to another. <laughs> so, um, yeah, get, get me Lou Stevenson in at left back. Go on, then. Quite a few of my, 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 my planned picks have gone. Okay, so we're going to have to have to reevaluate this a little. Um, yeah, I think I might as well just go all in on uh, the idea that I'm going to have to rely on some monsters in this, and I'm going to have Peter Herring as a midfielder. Ooh. <laughs> I'll take Peter Herring. Um, the, hopefully, the Peter Herring of like three or four years ago when. You've been lucky on the Peter Herring of last season. 
Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. I think we're, we're slim pickings. I mean, I would, I was kind of going, I was looking maybe at Alan Power, who's still the legs in Kelly's midfield, but I'm not sure that's the compliment it should be. Um, no, we'll go with, go with Peter Herring. It's, it's um, definitely going to be, I'm just going to say, it's definitely going to be Herring's last season at Hearts, this, this campaign, because only signed a one year deal last year where his form kind of demanded almost that he got a better deal than he did. But, I don't think Nielsen's ever been too convinced by him. And there's, especially now that, I mean, it's early days, but Keogh played well against Celtic and looked quite good at the weekend. He might be settling into his role. Beningham has to come back. There's already Devlin there. There's Snodgrass there. Haran can't play in the same team as Snodgrass. If Snodgrass signs another deal, then Haran's definitely at the door. So it'll be sad to say goodbye to him. I just hope that he should be back after the international break following his long, long recovery from concussion. And I would just like to see him play well one more time in an Edinburgh Derby victory. That's, that's all, <laughs> all, all I ask for. Well, I'm glad to hear there will be no competition for his signature, so he can come <laughs> and join my 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 team that I haven't got a name for yet. Uh, so that's have him in, and I'll have uh, Angus McDonald as well, who, from what I've seen, looks pretty. I hope gets a contract at Aberdeen longer term. He's looked a lot more organised. Again, this is not saying a huge amount, but he's looked a lot more organised than any centre back that we've had in the last two years. Um, looks a bit of a a bit a bit of a leader as well, and, and can play uh, can play a wee bit too. So yeah, we'll have uh, Peter Haring and Angus McDonald, please. Back to you, Tony. Right, I'm a wee bit worried about. Like lack of pace in my team, so that's starting to shape my my last pick. I was think I'm thinking that I might drop in Harks into a different position in the wide. Oh. But then, who's particularly? I don't know why I keep on getting my, my eyes for some reason, and they shouldn't keep getting drawn to Bazooka Joe. Right? They really, really do because he is bonkers. Uh, and he's certainly quick. Uh, not a lot of brains from what I've saw. And he certainly likes a blind alley, but he was he was really coming on to a game a bit before the injury. Who's really who Bazooka Joe? Joe Effer. All <laughs> oh, right, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I don't know. Is, is that just something Graham calls him? And that's not like uh, well-known. Well-known, sorry. <laughs> See, I, I, I fall, fall foul of that a lot. I assume that that's just what all the fans are calling, calling him. But it's... Uh, but maybe it's just Graham uh, screaming Bazooka Joe in, in block capitals <laughs> when he does when he, when he hits a shot or something. Um, so I am being drawn in because he is quick, he's impactful, he's he's aggressive, uh, and he and he's got a he's got a rocket shot as well. So these things are tempting, but I could obviously just get a better player like <laughs> like like obviously McGeady's there, Andrew Shinney's there, um, and then. Oh, I don't know what to do. Peter Pollock's there. He's not that fast anymore. Um, oh, I can't really have Joe Efford and Curtis Mayne in my front three. There does have to be a line drawn somewhere. <laughs> um, I'll take a, a, a bit of pace, but also a, a bit of culture in his play. Um, and he's, he's played a fair bit this season successfully. Andrew Shinney. Fair enough. Right, so it's my last two picks. Is that your? Does that mean everybody's done their picks? No, I've still got. A, do you want me to just pick my goalie now? No, no, no. Get... Well, that's not. No, well, it's fine. We'll just do an order. I'm not going to take okay. a goalie. Uh, right, okay. So it's last my, my last two picks. I'm going to fill out my defence, and I'm quite happy. I get to pick these two. 
So I'm going to go for Dan Casey as my centre-back. So just mm-hmm. a big, horrible bastard in the middle to just deal with everything and just be a proper defender and doesn't really have to touch the ball much. So I'm quite chuffed for that. And I need some pace in my back line, so I'm going to go for Charles Dunn. Don't want him to touch the ball, but there's plenty of players in this team who can take it off him and make sure that he doesn't inflict the kind of damage that he inflicted upon St Mirren at the weekend when he, unfortunately, played that absolutely horrendous pass back that ended up screwing them against Celtic. So, yep, that's my team complete. Tony? Well, I think I might have made a mistake here. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, I, I actually can't have, uh, I can't have, what's his name, um, Shinny. I can't have it. Doesn't work because uh, I have to. I had to pick a centre half. So okay, I'll have to go back on that, and I'll go back to my goalie later. My apologies, everyone. Um, well, you just pick two the now then, and we'll just okay, wave off right. the Shinny one. Sorry, so you took Dan Casey. I would have been interested. Um, do I just go for Philip Pilander and just when arguing about it, just say he is back and he is brilliant? <laughs> yes, I am. I'll take Philip Pilander because before his injury, uh, and I, uh, he was probably like, I, he was what anyone who's listened to the podcast for a while will know that I was like an absolutely huge Pilander fan, especially aerially, he was just so good, back to the wall defender, which wasn't always the case when he played. In the league, but in Europe, he was. I always found them really, really impressive, and he's just a player I really like. Swedish centre halves, they're good. It's quite simple. Um, so Philip Blander's going in there, and what bloody goalkeeper? So listeners, this is what I have to deal with here. We have Celtic's Connor Hazard. <laughs> uh, Didn't really got, realize he was still there. We've got we've got a Dundee United goalie that's been removed since Birgitte got back fit, and Jack Newman. Uh, we've got. A goalkeeper who some say has no arms in Elliot Parish. We've got Ross Stewart who hearts do anything and everything to make sure he can't get on the pitch. And uh, good, Kevin De- good, Kevin Dubrovsky. Good, to have, is, good to have a bit of dressing room, Ross Stewart. Good, good. Is he? Is v- that, vibe manager. Oh, he's a viber. Right, okay. I can't really just afford to have a vibe manager as a goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could get away with it as like uh, one of the fullbacks or something, possibly. It still, got, got... it still might be the best left of that list, though. Uh, I don't know. I th- I'd say uh, Dubrovsky's always looked, and he's played first team football for Hibs. Uh, he's away out alone, and I think he's been doing absolutely fine. So, um, Connor Hazard has won a Scottish Cup for Celtic, whether you like it or not, Fowler, against, against your Jamie uh, Boys. I, I, so. I, did not, I did not like it. And he say and he saved bloody penalties, but I'm gonna keep the keep the high bees flying. I I'm going for Kevin Dubrovsky because I think, uh, and very soon Kevin Dubrovsky will be a top flight goalkeeper, uh, and I think he's seems like a really nice guy as well by all accounts. I mean, I saw him outside the last derby. I just saw him outside uh, outside the pub, not drinking, but just with the naughty boys of the support, just hanging a bit with them outside outside the Iona, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, so and he's done some really nice things for charity while he's been at Hibs as well. So he's always been involved in that. So yeah, Kevin Dubrovsky, my young goalkeeper who will go on to better than all the goalies that you have. Thank you, <laughs> including Alan McGregor of about eighty Scotland caps, whatever. <laughs> um, so my last pick, I'm going to take Richard Tate. Not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Un- unsure on long-term fitness, but he's not as old as I thought he was, and I still he can still get up and down. And um, yeah, solid enough. Fits my system. Happy with that. 
Right. Mm. Okay. Right. So, Tom, go through your team and your formation, and, and how you're gonna how are you gonna win games? Okay. So we're we're going for a three five two. Um, Alan McGregor in goals. I think I've I've got a bit of a coup there by getting by far and away the best. Some might say only goalkeeper of any kind of note on the list. Uh, a back three of Joe Shaughnessy, Ash Taylor, and Angus McDonald. <laughs> that's not a lot of football getting played in that <laughs> game. No, no, there's no football in this team whatsoever. <laughs> but, but the beauty is, but the beauty is as well, you've got really good backs to the wall, aerial defenders there. So when Alan McGregor just refuses to come off his line, don't worry about it. We don't want you to. We, we can, can deal with it. We we shell all the balls in our box that you want. They're getting headed forty yards away. Mm. Um, so no, not a huge amount of football in there, but very good in the air. Solid defensively, uh, like a quite quite a co- cohesive defensive unit. I think solid, solid, uh, solid defenders. I've got wing backs. I've got Stephen O'Donnell on one side, and I'll play Richard Tate as a left wing back, which has been playing for St. Martin for the last couple of seasons. So happy enough with that. Um, a midfield three of Peter Haring, Jason Holt, and Matty Kennedy as the kind of most advanced of the three. Um, he'll be on all my set pieces because you've got to serve Ash Taylor and uh, uh, Shaughnessy and, and Herring and, and Tate even a, a, a goal my defence is like average height must be about 6 foot 3 um, <laughs> I was going to say they're going to lose many goals for set pieces this team no they're, they're, they're a solid unit so yeah uh, Matty Kennedy Jason Holt Pierre Herring in the middle and then up front I've got Chris Kane uh, effort and endeavour and running and a bit of pace, arguably the only pace in the team, but we'll worry about mm. it in Marley Watkins. I'm pretty happy with that. Why? Because <laughs> there's no obvious weak links. And I think that as a, if that was a, a, a mid-table, Scott, a team with you know who wants to challenge for the top six, they would be relatively happy with that. Okay, Tony, same for you. Right, I have young Kiberian and Queen of the South goalkeeper Kevin Dubrovsky. Uh, I have a Livingston stalwart uh, Nicky Devlin at right back with his partner in crime, Jack Fitzwater. Um, and then Philip Lander, who, as I said, when he's back from injury, will possibly be the best defender on this list by quite some distance. Well, when he did come back for injury before, he looked... Like the injuries had taken their toll on him. He might have still been injured, but I don't know. Yeah, they're, yeah, they were trying to force, because he's so good, they were trying to force him onto the pitch too early and they and they paid the price for that. Um they had to go out and buy um the play Davis for four million. And um but Holander will come back and, and he's a, he's such a quality player that I think uh, no matter what, even if it's not at Rangers, he'll he'll go on and have a good career somewhere. And then the most dependable, I mean my fullbacks, that that defense is very, very, very dependable. I don't think it'll concede a huge amount of goals with Lewis Stevenson on the left-hand side and then protected. I'm a 1-0 merchant. I'm going to be very clear here because then they are, that back four is then protected by Ryan Jack and Stefan Omionga. Huh? But, Not the beauty, but the beauty is, um, is I get to use Ryan Jack in the way he was being used under Gerard because I've got another player in there, Omionga, who can do a lot of jobs. He can do the jobs of two men in there. So Ryan Jack will be able to break forward and score goals, which he's always shown that he's capable of doing. And in my team, under my management, 
he will grow in and get more opportunities to do that. And he'll be joined again by Scotty Arfield, who'll be playing in front of them in the number 10. Um, because he's such an intelligent player and with Curtis Main winning a lot of balls, occupying defenders, he'll be able to come in late and show the finesse in the penalty area that this team's going to need. And then I've brought the energy of Harks because I'll be using him in a wide position for this, but I mean, which I don't love, which I don't love. Uh, I probably should have been better using him in a central midfield and maybe just bumped Omionga and brought in Bazooka Joe, which you all now know <laughs> is, uh, is, is Joe Efford. But I'll be using Harks a wide player in this team, in this team. And then I'll be bringing the skill Verve uh, and hugely successful winner of, I think, what, three trophies? Um, as John's probably one of the most degraded non old firm players fucking in the, since the, the early 90s. And uh, David Witherspoon, who I will restore to his former glory, and he will bring skill and um, he'll do the spoony chop, and everyone will be, oh, what the fuck's going on? And then Curtis Main's running and smash the wife. <laughs> One nil, real lack of goals in this team. I was yeah, yeah. It's a one, it's a one nil merchant. I, I noticed when when I was just about to be doing so, I looked at me like, ah, who the fuck is scoring in this team? The fullbacks didn't even get forward. Got Arfield. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's all on, it's all on Arfield. Uh, and 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 now and I managed to pit, do a pitch on Ryan Jack becoming a goal scoring midfielder. Right, okay, my team is a three five two. My goalkeeper is Sam Walker. My back three is Paul again, Dan Casey, and Charles Dunn. It's, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's not fine. They're all fine. They're all fine. <laughs> Two of them are barely centre halves. <laughs> Both of them have plenty of experience of playing in a back three. There's also a bit of pace in there, and Paul McGinn has got the ability to take it for the back, and he's got a proper stopper. Good balance. Very good balance to that back three. I'm perfectly happy with it. My midfield five. We've got we've got the youth in the side of Max Johnson. We've got mm-hmm. the old campaigner, but he's still got the legs. Johnny Hayes on the other flank. And I quite like the balance of a midfield three as well. Robert Sorgrass taking the ball off the defenders, especially Charles Dunn and Dan Casey, and spraying it about the park. Melker Halberg to be there, to be his legs, and also to do a wee bit of creativity further forward whenever he gets the chance. And the, the key player in this midfield, flitting just around about the number 10 spot. I'll just give him a free roll, basically, in this midfield. He can Aye. do whatever the hell he wants. Ryan Kent. And the yeah, I'm really angry this has happened. <laughs> At the front two, Alfredo Morelos to drop deep, like play, score goals himself, and Josh Dinelli to stretch opposing teams and to close down quite a lot. I think that's the most balanced team of the entire lot. Yeah, I think that's the best team. I think the minute we allowed Kent uh, to just be parachuted in there as 13th pick, uh, it felt ominous for my lads anyway. The The steal of the draft. I'm going to put Ash Taylor and Joe Shaughnessy on Tony's goalkeeper at all set pieces. And I'm just going to fire long balls at your defence fella because they might have they might have pace, but they're not defenders. <laughs> and who's going to get in behind them? Marley Watkins, who's injured in the first three minutes. <laughs> Chris Kane, a lot of- not going to score. Going to get <laughs> There's just such a real lack of goals in, in our teams as being the main issue. But that was good fun. And in my opinion, the way it should be done every year uh, going forward. Yeah, I uh, should add this real to the document. <laughs> real life. Yeah, yeah, real life. Aye. And uh, none of these players are allowed to leave Scottish football unless we allow it, basically. Like, who's who's the big ones that haven't been picked then? 
Vertanen, the Samuel brothers, uh, Ross County, Alex and Dominic, Kyle Vassell, he can maybe feel a bit hard done by considering there's no fucking strikers, but people done anything not to pick him. Uh, um, Aiden McGee. Liam Smith. <laughs> yeah. Like McGee, I suppose, uh, before McGee. his injury would have been a stick on pick, I think. Um, but as I said, the injury makes me think that. It's hard to see him coming back again. Aye, McGeady is uh, definitely the kind of standout, I would say, looking at the rest of the players. Nobody wants Paul, but there was some that people could have, some people could have carried Polworth. Polworth, I the- actually, had, had Snodgrass been taken on the, off the table, I would have gone for Polworth as a kind of midfielder who could knock the ball about. And just a set piece, you could add him as your set piece merchant right, as that's well. A, that's another good point, actually. You've got Robert Snodgrass. I might not have the tallest team, but I've got Robert Snodgrass, a very good set piece taker, who can stick it on the head of Halberg. I don't know. <laughs> okay, if you if you want. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. Dan Casey, he must be all right. Um, Alex Yakovey, he can maybe feel a bit hard done by not getting in, but... Overall, that was good fun. And I'd, I'd do it again. Yes, that was very good fun. Right, thank you very much for joining us and thank you for listening to the show. We are going to record the Patreon where we're going to discuss the three games which took place in midweek in the Sense Premiership. So if you would like to listen to that, head along to patreon.com forward slash Terrace Podcast and that will be on our £2 a month tier. Right, that's us. Tom, say goodbye. Cheers. Tony, say goodbye. Hope to see whoever you're listening. I hope to see you tomorrow. Be good fun. Yes. And for everybody else, for the weekend, I hope you enjoy your football. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.